0: I'll give you a visual,
1: Christian. Show it to me. <laughs> oh God. Look, you thought it was sorghums, which is the thing you invented. <laughs> It doesn't exist. Look, you have a kindred, we, we have a kindred spirit. We, in, we. In The Verge's Elizabeth Lopato. Loiseau est une rebelle. Look. Who? Who's going to the shopping mall? My kid wants to go to the Cherry Creek Mall now with her friends. That's a, mall, <laughs> That's a special mall. It's hilarious. That's a special mall.
0: Welcome to 9,000 episode 153, Licorice. We give you the inside scoop on NFL action with insider picks from Mark Soundhawk Brush. That's him. We've got him. Nobody else. Um, but wait, what did you write in here? I'm the Soundhawk? This is this is a messy script. We've got him. Winner of the Major Chubb Betting League for the 2019-2020 season, Soundhawk, Mark Brush. In Enough, the so there's that clarion call And I think we're pretty much done talking about football now
1: I won the whole shebang
0: You did You did win it all It was impressive to watch You were lurking We right. were just talking about this You were lurking For weeks at, at what,
1: 16th? Was that your lowest? I started low Every week I creeped up, crept up a little bit And by the end I was ready to pounce And I pounced and I never looked back
0: I'm pretty sure if we asked Jenny, the story of your relationship would sound exactly the same. You crept up. There was some bouncing. (laughs) You attacked. It was more of an ambush, really. never never
1: looked back. (laughs) Never let go.
0: Never let go. Never let you go, Mark. You are my co-host. We are here to talk about the future. I am Josh, uh, Josh Tyson Tyson, Marketing Maven, DIY wonderkind, and he... Who's Mark Peacock Brush? Who isn't Mark Peacock Brush? But one thing that he is, is. Why
1: if, are you so cramped over. The, oh, because you're on your tripod. Your mic's on the tripod there.
0: If there is a beast, a, a bodily flesh of meat and blood surrounding the natural product space. Oh, yes. I think at its core, it's, it's beating like a little balloon, a little water balloon, little, little pulses, it would be Mark Peacock Brush.
1: It's wa.
0: Save Ray. We.
1: This mic is a. Uh, it's crisp. It's clear.
0: You kind of like it, don't you? Yeah. You're feeling that mic.
1: We're recording today from Beirut.
0: <laughs> it does sound like that. Uh, no, we have just got some continuing work on the uh, on the just, house happening. It's
1: not a thing. It's but a thing.
0: It's but a thing. It's but a jackhammer powered by a motor that has to be towed behind a large <laughs> vehicle. But that's neither here nor there, Mark. We are in a cozy bowler space. Bowler space. We're ready to talk about the future. Um, I think we normally open the show with the socials. Yep. But I'm kind of... It's weird. We were just talking. 2020 has Are you abandoning the socials? Well, we're in a new decade. Is that not correct? That is correct. Yep, that's correct. Um, While I am currently in the midst of a marketing maven renaissance, creating all sorts of wild, creative, possibly illegal content, um. There's another part of me that's taking a big step back from social media, much like you did.
1: I'm uh, gone. I don't even see the things you create.
0: Which is a shame, but here's what well, I'll tell uh, you.
1: I come over and you show them to me.
0: Occasionally. You don't see it all.
1: Well, a lot of it's true. fleeting.
0: It's Instagram stories. It's here. Oh, It's gone.
1: All that effort for a story, huh?
0: Well, I sometimes use the stories as a teaser because then later I'll make a blog post out of it if it seems worthy.
1: Let's go to the blog.
0: Oh, you should check out the blog right now. There is some exciting content for you to, to take part in. But Mark, Josh. one of the hallmarks of my new approach is I try to hardly ever, I just never take my phone into the crapper with me. I'm back on magazines. And books. I've been reading the collected works of Farley Moat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a breakthrough.
0: It is a breakthrough. I, I feel like, and we've talked about this before, I think the bathroom is one of the, the most dangerous places in terms of overdoing it on digital content.
1: Oh my God, look at the blog.
0: And it's it's probably giving people hemorrhoids. Your blog? <laughs> All things. What are you looking at there, buddy?
1: I'm looking on, at a lot of things. Oh, you
0: gave me a funny look, like you saw something alarming on our website that i needed it.
1: this there's not that much new here on the blog
0: oh well there's a scheduled post that you don't know about (laughs) i forgot it wasn't up there yet
1: it looks like since so your renaissance of new posting is john travolta and molly
0: well john travolta was from last year no i did a very nice blog post about one of our stylists with some it's got some gifs it's got some animated poll quotes yeah, it's, it's some work she did in the salon after hours, some very creative work. She's, she's a painter and a hairstylist. It's all very exciting.
1: Oh, look at that painting. Look at you. Yeah. Molly Boomerang.
0: Yep. It's a reflection oh, of wait, what you this, see on your phone. Is, that's a not, GIF.
1: That's this a g- is not Molly. This is the painting of Molly?
0: No, that's Molly. Molly doing the painting.
1: Who's this? It's a model. She did She did the hair.
0: Okay. It's inferred if you're on the website that you're looking at work, not the actual stylus. Bar. Come on.
1: Oh, there, there's more of the... Yeah, you need to catch up. The model. Yeah. <laughs> what? Where am I?
0: But I'm just saying I've got some more... I'm working on other pieces of content to I follow up in a wait. similar vein, Mark. Oh, boy. I'm, t- I'm telling you, all of my social media now, I'm trying to make it more focused on productivity rather than double taps... The one thing that I get lost in is watching all the skate clips, Mark.
1: I'm so far removed from it. I have no... I don't even... Like, what?
0: And your butthole's probably the better for it.
1: Are you asking me what I do on the crapper?
0: Yeah. Do you read? Or are you, like, in and you, you're just trying to push it out and get out of there? <laughs>
1: Jesus
0: well, some people don't like hanging out in the bathroom. I no, don't.
1: I can... There might be a hangout in there.
0: I find it very meditative.
1: I would say half the... Does the phone make it in there occasionally?
0: And what are you looking at on the phone when you're yeah. on the John...
1: Probably some YouTube guitar video.
0: Okay, so it's constructive, though.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Do you bring your guitar in there sometimes? No, no. Practice the fingerings while you watch? No. T- well. Oh, boy. Why are you the one taking it there all the time? You've, you've said at least three weird off-color things.
1: <laughs> you said practice the fingerings while you watch. All right, well, think about the way you pronounce you Think about that. Shebang. <laughs> that was fun. You
0: called it a Shebang. <laughs>
1: That's fine. <laughs> Episode one fifty three.
0: Liquorice again. Uh. Anyway, I guess we're done talking. Oh, the socials. So I am. I we still are following only one account. I think were we on Patty Smith last time? We were. And that was that bore fruit.
1: What is she? I she's like showing up on Jimmy Fallon. What is she having some sort of reemergence? Uh, Re- she's, renaissance.
0: She's cool as fuck.
1: Yeah, but since when has she wanted to be on late-night TV that wasn't like Letterman?
0: I don't know. Yeah. These are good questions. Yeah. Well, maybe Fallon's the new Letterman. Maybe she wanted to be on the same show that Trump was on. Do you
1: think Fallon is the new Letterman?
0: No. Fallon is a clickbait machine. Fallon.
1: Affable as all get out. I don't like any of them.
0: I don't like any of the late-night. Colbert, too smug. Too smug. Too smarmy. Too me, me, me. Yep. And Kimmel? I like Kimmel the best, I think, actually. Kimmel's
1: okay, but it's... I don't... I'm not going to... It's not tune-in television.
0: I i don't watch late-night TV. Oh, I do. Do you? Well, I just stream well, it. That's not, that's not late-night TV. Late-night TV you know, is a very I'm specific getting into,
1: thing. I'm going back to episode one, and I'm going to do the whole Lost.
0: Wow, you really are Lost.
1: <laughs> that's a good show, man.
0: What's the point, though? The whole thing was like all the cliffhangers and shit. If you know what's going to happen, why the ah, fuck do you care I'll, to watch
1: it again? I've forgotten so many of them.
0: That's true. Your brain is like... Old man brain. It's turning into a sponge. It's cold, it hurts. It's cold. It just wants to be salved to, with the familiar.
1: I went to Drinking Dads. I had one beer. One beer. Now it was a pint of stout at a high alcohol content. An imperial stout. It was a big. It was a big. It was a big daddy stout. And then I and I and I had to get up early and take the kids to school. Yeah. And, and I didn't go to bed till late, so I had very little sleep and that one beer. I almost felt like I was dying the entire next day. Really? I felt terrible.
0: That is so strange. Yeah. But sometimes it can just be one one drink will foul up your sleep. I had uh, two, two beers the other night or something. Ooh. I don't remember what I was doing.
1: Rolling the dice.
0: I rolled the dice, and I woke up at like 3 in the morning just with low-grade anxiety just pulsing <laughs> through me and it just never went away. I couldn't get back to a restful sleep because I had this and I even knew it was just the anxiety brought on by the poison in my body. Mm. But I couldn't outthink it, Mark. Nope. You know, I just had to sit with it and kind of doze in and out of sleep and then I woke up in not a great mood. It wasn't the, I felt okay, but it's just so much better without that garbage. But it is tempting garbage.
1: But it's sad that you can't like have
0: one or two. I can usually have one. Like, I had a glass of wine last night with Pete at pizza. At pizza.
1: You guys and going out to dinner a lot, aren't you?
0: Nope. I'm oh, probably. Oh, that's
1: right. Instant pot.
0: I think I've been cooking more than I did before we started our renovation. Like, <sighs> we would do more takeout and going out, and we're doing way less because of that Instant pot. Because you got your tiny little kitchen. It's all manageable. You know where it is, you got a few options. Hat tip to Barb Music, author of the complete vegan Instant Pot Cookbook. I'm going to take some photos and send them to you. I made a vegan lasagna that will just knock your dick in the dirt, Mark. So good. Come on.
1: Complete instant... Trying to get
0: down to your level.
1: uh, Unbelievable. Vegan cookbook. Barb Music? Yeah.
0: I was actually rereading the About the Author blurb the other day, and she kind of reminded me of you or of me, of someone we would have passed... Yeah, that's the one. Someone we would have encountered at Dining Out. She, writes, she mostly likes to write short stories, and then I think she kind of got got this account or this gig somehow, writing this cookbook. Huh. And Didn't realize how much work it was going to be. <laughs> Sounds like... How do you know this? Because I read the About the Author thing. Oh. It was like Barb music does a lot of writing, mostly short
1: stories. Is that the lasagna on the cover?
0: That is the lasagna on the cover.
1: And that was a one-round Instant Pot creation?
0: Well, the first time I made it, I differed from her recipe. We had some Beyond Beef... And so I sautéed that with some onions and garlic and used that instead of the recommended zucchini onion filling. But then when I made round two, I followed the recipe. The problem we're having is my youngest son was the one who got us all excited about lasagna because he's really into Garfield right now. And that's Garfield's favorite food. And he's struggled. He's the only one who doesn't like the lasagna. Oh He does not like it. He's tried both varieties, does not like it, insists that it's not actual lasagna. That's not what lasagna looks like, in fact, even though it is exactly what lasagna looks like. What,
1: so what, what do you think it is, the tofu?
0: The tofu ricotta like, tastes cheesy as all get out. Hmm. I think the first time it was the, the noodles, the way I had to break them to fit them in the mold. He oh. didn't like, because he saw them before they went in, he saw that they were kind of crisscross. So when I made the second batch... I was way more deliberate, and I broke the corners off of noodles so they fit the circular shape of the springform pan
1: that I employed.
0: But still, I'm making it.
1: Can you put that? I think I have a springform pan. Does it... It has to fit snug in there?
0: This one, I feel like, is almost too snug, but I, because if you foil the top, it's hard to get the foil to stay as you slide it down in.
1: And it's safe in there? Yeah,
0: so I put a taller bowl so that it's not going down as deep. If that makes sense. There's
1: that's, a bowl and a springform pan? I put pan an
0: upside down bowl
1: in there and then you close it and pressure cook it? Yes. What?
0: I put the bowl upside down. I, I don't pour know if that's in, regulation. I pour in the water. Then I, I slide the springform pan What's inside in. the bowl? Nothing. It's just upside down so I can use it as a prop to prop. hold up the springform pan because I don't want it going all the way down to the bottom. I want it elevated. I don't want it sitting in the water. And then I pressure cook it for 25 minutes and... Hmm. In fact, Nicole and I. So the springform pan is just a base. Well, it's what the it's what it's in. You assemble is, so the is lasagna. It
1: that, is it like that deep?
0: Little, little. Bring your fingers a little closer together. There you go.
1: So that's the depth of the lasagna.
0: It doesn't. When you look at the pan, you think it's not going to be enough to feed a family, but it, we have had leftovers every time I made it. Really? Yeah. In fact, Nikki and I. Have you heard about this restaurant new in town called Beckon? No. It's down on Larimer Street, kind of by Crema. And it's like they, they uh, w- at the beginning of each month, they release the reservations for their seatings. There's two seatings per night, and it's probably just like Friday, Saturday or something like that, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I don't remember. Okay. And then once the reservations are gone, that's it. So you got the beginning of the month, you book in advance, you pay for most of your meal in advance, and then you go and it's like a 10 course thing. And we actually, we got the wine pairings, but it's small pours. But, I mean, it was like a fancy, full-on, like, best ingredients we can find type of meal. Was this a date
1: night or a family night?
0: It was a date night. Oh, yeah. Taking the kids to something like that. Are you (laughs) kidding me? But we had, like, uh, there was some sea bream that was really nice, some oysters, some some real wagyu beef, a lot of different things, small portions, small little pours of wine. Satisfying, good, excellent experience. Woke up the next morning. Uh Uh-oh. Nope. went to yoga, our favorite yoga class. Meat sweats. Hat tip Autumn Lusk over at Endorphin uh, Park Hill. And then we went to a SoulCycle class that one of Nikki's guests is the instructor. Oh, my God. Which, I don't know if you've been to one of those, but it's like riding a bike inside like a disco tent revival. It's,
1: I have not been to one of it those. It is crazy. Yep.
0: There was a Saturday Night Live skit lampooning it.
1: I did see that.
0: And it's way crazier in real life <laughs> when you're there. And then after that we came home and ate the rest of the lasagna that I made. Both agreed better than anything we'd had at Beckon the night before.
1: Interesting.
0: That's right. Not not to poop on Beckon. It was wonderful food, wonderful experience, very intimate. It's a, it's it's an interesting setup. It feels very singular, very special. Mm-hmm. You don't believe in those things? Intimacy?
1: <laughs> no, yeah. Specialness? I don't.
0: Uh, peak ingredients, not, not in any of your spreadsheets, this, uh. Peak
1: ingredients?
0: You know, peak ingredient. Yeah, yeah I know. You know about that, right? Zenith ingredient, I think I've heard it called. You have? <laughs> <laughs> you bought it. <laughs> uh, I should have let that go. You would have used it in a marketing report at some point. Some sort of really research document. Project. So Zenith. what I want to show to you now, this is Zenith elderberry. <laughs> this is where we've reached peak saturation point. All the influencers have purple teeth. But that's from Eating Licorice, episode 153. Mark, the socials, the one account that we are following currently, and I, it might not switch for a while. It's called uh, Skate Shoe Dreams.
1: No, it is not.
0: It is. And it's it's completely pointless because it's all uh, visual so we don't the good news is we don't have to spend much time here Mark but Mm -hmm. what this guy does is he's taken iconic skate shoes from the 90s uh, and then but then he he like photoshops them into colorways that didn't ever exist oh does he so this this is like an interesting form of pornography here my friend for people who are, like, very into skate so he'll shoes. he'll take,
1: like, a Hawk midsole. There is
0: no Hawk midsole. And he'll for put instance, the
1: fucking Cerulean Blue on that shit.
0: He would put Cerulean Blue on maybe a Chad muska s, uh, shoe from, I'm thinking that would have been, like, 98? 99? Hell of a shoe. Yeah, 98. It had a stash pocket under the tongue, like a little Velcro pocket.
1: For your dime bag.
0: Yeah. that Back then, he was big in the weed. But they I had a pair that were in black and red. But this guy's cooking up all sorts of colorways, like gum, soul, that never existed. Oh, wow. Maybe a translucent
1: soul. That's exciting stuff.
0: It just strikes a unique chord. It taps a, a place that exists only in a certain number of people. You are not among them. Mm-hmm. I, for better or for worse, am.
1: But there's thousands of you.
0: At Skate Shoe Dreams. Well, let's see how many likes there We can check. We if, can see how many people are responding to this stimuli. This is going to be
1: our riveting social media segment.
0: And it's, the good news is, it's coming to an end pretty soon, huh? Now, you didn't like how they dragged on.
1: <laughs> you I, I would
0: purposely make they them hard to listen to.
1: Oh wait, I got to put it in the document. What's it called? At Skate Shoe Dreams. Dreams.
0: So they've got four thousand nine hundred and sixty-eight followers.
1: Well, that didn't work. What do you mean? Skate Shoe Dreams. Oh,
0: is that I the was, handle. I told you how many followers are in there. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> like their their ploy has failed.
1: I don't have them. Instagram?
0: Yeah, it's Instagram. At Skate Shoe. What did you think it was? What social did you think we were using? It's on Tumblr, Mark.
1: Is it Patrick Astrom? Why does he keep coming up? Oh,
0: I don't know who that is. All right, see, look at this. Maybe this should be our show image, actually. We might need to switch it up.
1: I think he's the guy behind it, maybe.
0: I might need to make a... Mark, I'm feeling a mandala coming on. For this show image, I want you to take a look at this. Look at this. This is the uh, S skateboarding the Musca shoe, the 1.5 version in navy with a clear sole. Thing of beauty, thing of grace, and I'm looking at this. I don't even. I might even wear a shoe that puffy if it existed. If I could go get my hands on that colorway of the Musca, little time machine, take me back. That actually was a fantastic shoe to skateboard in. I would seize that opportunity.
1: Which one is that? I'm looking at all these. I'd grab it by the
0: gonads. It's one of the older ones.
1: Okay. Never mind. The highly visual segment we're going on going into right here.
0: Also if you're not signed into Instagram, it locks you right as you try to scroll down. Is that what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) They are
0: so crafty. And one other thing you've noticed as we wrap up our I mean, wh- social media. Why do they media... do that?
1: If they think I'm going to like sign in because I really want to see the rest? No. I just close yeah. it.
0: it. They're just trying to get you to create an account. They know only a person who does not use Instagram would try and look deep into an account on a laptop computer. They want me to see their content. You're, you're triggering one of their algorithms. They know just by that action. They know so much about you, Mark. They probably know that you prefer sunooks. To proper footwear. They, they know do. that you're so tall and willowy that you have trouble finding sweatpants that fit properly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they Jenny, know how old you Jenny, are. Jenny's like, Are you going out in that? <laughs> like my house pants? Yeah, I'm going out. I oh, bought them to be this length.
0: Your house pants. Look oh. at yours.
1: Yours are higher than. Oh, I almost touched.
0: You do not mess with that cord. We are on a roll. I do not want to see it come oh, to an end. Oh, God. All right. Did you listen to episode 152? <laughs> yeah a lot of weird stops and starts
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um, oh but when you first open Instagram now on your mobile device it's, uh, it has the Instagram thing and then at the bottom it says from Facebook
1: ooh really
0: they're just reminding you
1: oh yikes
0: ooh I did have one other social thing that I wanted to share that would
1: make share. me want to not open it
0: I know it makes me look at you
1: you just love Facebook
0: no it makes me sick you're That's just why
1: loving I- Facebook these days
0: hey I'm tweaking I'm you're tweaking? <laughs> I'm tweaking <laughs> on Facebook. No, I'm, I'm like jabbing Facebook. I'm daring them uh-huh. to pull my post down for copyright infringement. <laughs> All right. What, what was I going to do? Dude, oh, that was I took a photo. That was an excellent segment of the socials. It's almost done. Oh, Jesus. I just remembered that I took a picture of an Instagram post. I broke. Here we are. I'm talking about my amazing track record of not taking my phone into the bathroom.
1: He went into the bathroom. This morning... This morning.
0: (laughs) Since we've, oh, we've also done a lot of talking about how many BMs I take typically in the morning. And two very urgent ones this morning. After coffee? One of them, a virtual Mount Vesuvius coming out of the water there.
1: Unbelievable. Unnecessary and unbelievable.
0: Round two, I took my phone in with me. Yeah. Regretted it first. Glad I did, because I've got this uh, infographic. It's a picture of Sasha Baron Cohen at the Golden Globes. This is, I think, from one of his little introductions that he gave. The hero of this next movie is a naive, misguided child who spreads Nazi propaganda and only has imaginary friends. His name is Mark Zuckerberg. Sorry, this is an old intro for Social Network. I'm actually talking about Jojo Rabbit. (sighs) Have you seen Jojo Rabbit?
1: No. What is Jojo Rabbit?
0: (sighs) I don't even know if I can do this podcast with (laughs) you anymore.
1: What is Jojo Rabbit?
0: Did you watched Thor Ragnarok, did you not? Yes. Enjoyed the irreverent, heartfelt nature of that film. I liked the movie. You liked the movie. <laughs> Taika Watati. Yes. The director. Yes. Has also directed some other great films like Hunt for the Wilder People. Have you seen that?
1: Uh, No.
0: That's a great movie. I've seen
1: the vampire one.
0: That one's fantastic. Jojo Rabbit is his new movie. It's got an Oscar caliber performance from ScarJo. I'd be shocked if she doesn't get a nod. I mean, I, I've always thought she was like kind of, you know, okay. I was moved so deeply by her performance in that movie that uh, I still think about it and, and get uh, verklempt. What
1: but is it's about movie? a kid.
0: It's about a kid. He's like, I don't know, like 10 or something. Huh. He's in Germany at the, at, towards the end of the war. At the beginning, he's like at a Nazi-run summer camp. And he's, like, very, very...
1: Sam Rockwell plays Captain Keisendorf.
0: Yeah, he's very much buying the party line. He's, like, so enthusiastically a Nazi. And uh, his imaginary friend, in fact, is Hitler, played by Taika Watati. But then a set of circumstances... What circumstances? Circumstances (laughs) force him to kind of face directly the propaganda that he's swallowed whole. I don't want to say too much, because it is, like, I've never seen a movie quite like it. Really? It's incredible. Is
1: it uh, still in the theaters?
0: Uh, maybe not, but you'll probably be able to rent it soon on the Amazon. It is so, so good. We took the kids to see it. It's, Did they like it? They loved it. Huh. There's a distressing scene at the beginning where a rabbit gets its neck broken. Mm. But otherwise, I mean, there's some very crazy shit that goes down, but huh. they'd, your girls would be into it. It's good. <laughs> What? I'm not allowed to say that? not allowed to recommend a movie to the fam?
1: I don't know. It's just funny.
0: Anyway, that concludes the socialism. I tied that with such a bow. I bring up fascism, Facebook, the evils of social Timely. networking. Timely. Wasting time on it. All right. I do have another no. segment for you. No. It's in my pocket.
1: No. It's a Which pro- pocket? This pocket.
0: So this... The label's already wearing away because I've been using it so much. It's called Tres Flores, all-purpose skin balm. I'm going to try and read you the uh, ingredients.
1: What have you been using this on?
0: I'll get to that in a minute.
1: Olive oil. oil. No.
0: Oh, man. Is this this crevice Calendula, (laughs) chamomile, which I'm drinking in my tea, too. All good. Uh, Beeswax, maybe? Totally. Lavender, rosemary essential oil. Use on any skin malady. Although, I think that's a typo. I think it meant to say, uh, use on any skin, m'lady. Because...
1: Yeah, it probably did. You know, It's you called Trace Flores.
0: Wow. Scoffing at something made by <laughs> your get- old compatriot. This comes to us from D-Fay. <laughs> D-fay has what, made this ointment.
1: What's, what's hilarious... To, well, she's not listening. What's hilarious to me... <laughs> oh, okay, so... Y-
0: this is bait. I'm going to try and lure her back into listening. Okay. By way of talking about this product, which... So it's a homemade balm. Yeah, she came into the salon. She gets her hair cut there. Her hair is cut. And she dropped a couple of these. But, d I hope you're listening. Because I have one bell ringer of an endorsement for you. God, here it comes. Picture it, Mark. No. Crested Butte. Oh. I'm up there skiing with the family. It is bitter cold. I have not been in this cold, this type of cold, for a long time. feel the
1: chafe begin.
0: No, this isn't a butt crack story, actually. I'm sorry to disappoint you. No, thank
1: I'm God. sorry to disappoint you. Thank, no, thank, God.
0: Disappoint you. thank no. God. No, but it was, uh, you know, at Just night it was like... you
1: imagining you with that dainty little container of homemade balm trying to get it around the pucker. I'd get it on the pucker, too, Mark. Why would you try and go
0: around the pucker? Right in it. It says that you can use on any skin, my lady. So, <laughs> yes. and we're talking like negative 19. Whoa. It's
2: cold,
0: man. Jeez. And then on the slopes, it's cold, too. Course. And you know, I don't know what, maybe there's a name or even like a colloquialism for this type of injury, but you know, like on your thumb, you get like a crack that forms just right at the corner, at the edge of the nail there mm-hmm. where the curve ends and the straight plunge down into the cuticle begins. You get a crack there. You yeah. ever had that? Yeah. And it's really painful. Like it's yeah. hard for, for a dexterous man like you, that's crippling wound. These fingers are important. Crippling wound, but it's very, it hurts, right? and if it happens to you in the dead of winter in the bitter cold
1: did it crack because of the cold or did you like paper cut it or
0: no it cracked because of the dryness Mm. the coldness here I was Mark thinking that I was going to have to endure this malady m'lady for the entire entirety of our ski trip but I had some trace flores with me I was putting it on there twice a day this that fucker healed quick Really, I can't even see it now. Like, let me I can't, see it. Let me see your little balm. I can't Ouch. even. I can't even. Like, I'm pretty sure it was my right thumb. That's how. That's how solidly and quickly it healed. I can't even remember which hand. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs>
1: the, the injury. You're trying to choke me out with the Trace Flores all-purpose skin balm. Yep. It's got a little uh, little design. Okay, look at that. That's a nice little balm. Do you He's have always... a
0: malady, Malady, that you'd like to uh, smear it how upon? How did
1: you read this? Olive oil. I have very infused good eyesight Olive oil you. infused with calendula, chamomile, and comfrey Beeswax I think that's w- compost Lavender and rosemary essential oils Oh, D-Fay Do you mind if I...
0: I uh, yeah
1: Ooh, it's nice and soft, supple Yeah, yeah. Smells good, right? Are you going to taste
0: it? Oh, you're putting it on your lips, interesting
1: <laughs> Where else am I going to put it?
0: Well, I don't know. You could put it where I put it.
1: Oh God! I d- oh, no. That's the first ass-to-mouth contact we've ever had.
0: No, oh. I, I didn't use this on my ass. Come
2: my-
1: on.
0: No, this was for. Oh.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh. oh.
0: Wow. I could At not episode one fifty
1: three. ice... Okay, let's get to the news. Oh, uh, I could not
0: have pictured that product segment going any better. My word. I
1: got one for you. Okay. Let's see, what did I call it? Eat salad. Why did I call it eat salad? Oh, because I'm going to give to you the best and worst diets for 2020. I'm ready. Ranked by experts with a popular one near last. A near last? Uh, we will do this pretty quick. Okay. Um... I'm not going to go to that source document. I'm going to go to top honors. We you have a guess? You know. Sorry, what are we doing again? Think I, of a diet.
0: Oh, top diet of the of the new century? Is that
1: what we're talking about? <laughs> of the new decade.
0: Like heading into the new decade? Yeah. So it's actually
1: what was the most popular as we left. No, no, not most popular. What's, what oh, is this is a best? prediction. What is a good diet according to... Uh, who, 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 uh, fuck. I didn't read any of these. Yale University Prevention Research Center, founded by Dr. David Katz. Oh, what's like the, the healthiest U.S. Diet? News and World Report. The best S- diet. The best or the most popular? Best.
0: Like smartest? Yes. Vegan probably would be on there. No. Or no, vegetarian. Vegetarian. No. What do Me- you mean?
1: Mediterranean.
0: Oh, still?
1: Classic.
0: Still the Mediterranean. Oh, it is.
1: It's just, of course. Well, that's, close, for the, for that's the third, close
0: to vegan. It's like pes, thir- pescatarian. The
1: third year in a row.
0: There's not a lot of cheese in the Mediterranean diet, is there? There is not. There's a lot of oils. Yes. Grains, legumes, some whole
1: grains, uh, and some fish. For the third year in a row, the well-researched Mediterranean diet KO'd the competition.
0: What if you? What if I need more mercury in my diet? It's easy to follow. It offers a healthy eating lifestyle.
1: Emphasizing simple plant-based cooking. uh, Plant-based. See, this is mostly, it's like pescatarian. Focuses on eating less red meat, sugar, and saturated fat, more omega-3 rich fish and olive oil, red wine can be enjoyed in moderation, and socializing with friends and family during meals is part of the prescription.
0: Part of the prescription is a communal endeavor.
1: Can you believe it?
0: To share.
1: Down for the count, Josh.
0: Down for the count.
1: Sure to upset its legions of fans, the trendy blank diet Keto. came in next to last.
0: Keto Nailed it. That is music to my ears. I told you about how that diet clogged up the plumbing at Needle in the Hay <laughs> Salon.
1: <laughs> that was Colby. Kelby. Kelby.
0: A, a practitioner of that diet. Still? No.
1: Nobody stays with it.
0: I think, I mean to its credit.
1: Should we ask the concrete guys out there?
0: <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. It does take a person from being doughy to ripped.
1: It's it it ranks highly for c- rapid weight loss
0: in a short period of time. Yes. And I would say but nobody can stick with it. I've seen people I think I think Kelby actually maybe may have done it smart. Not that he was like had a, you know, he, he was Except just for like the toilet. He just had a little bit of like the the boozy puff. He was able to shed all that, but now he continues to work out with regularity. That's good. And he, he's a healthy eater. He loves Beckon. He's been to Beckon. He knows how to enjoy the finer things. Okay. But he's kept it in check. Great. Kudos, Kudos to Kelvin to 2020. To Don't you go clogging my toilet again.
1: Well, I got a hot new label for you. Hot new label work, Josh. Have you been to Sprouts lately and seen this? You'd have to look at the doc to see it. Rouse Homemade? And what's beneath that in the red box?
0: I have seen that. I saw it just the other day. The, the word reminded me. Sensitive. Marinara sauce.
1: Sensitive. Marinara I was curious
0: sauce. about that. I almost sent you a text because I was like, who would I ask if I wanted to know what in the hell this means? Oh, I, should, yeah, I, I,
1: I can tell you what it means. I think it's just basically marinara sauce without garlic and onion.
0: Oh, Interesting. You know what? One of the the main complaints about my lasagna from my youngest son was the garlic. And he doesn't like onion either. In fact, I made a lasagna soup, because I had so many of those damn noodles, also out of that same cookbook, modified the recipe, took out the garlic, took out the onions, still didn't like it. But it was delicious.
1: Bring home the famous taste of Rao's homemade sensitive marinara sauce. This sauce does not contain onions or garlic while still keeping all the flavor of our slow simmered Italian tomatoes lower sodium than Rao's homemade marinara sauce. I'd never heard of such a thing. Sensitive.
0: Sensitive. Are there other You're gonna sensitive you Are
1: you going to see that on products? You're going to see that on this is <clears throat> sensitive friendly.
0: What sensitivity is it catering to, though, is my question. Is there like a, a gassiness that accompanies? Consumption of garlic and onion or is it just for picky fucking kids?
1: Uh, (laughs) I think it's for sensitive stomach. Like, ooh, if I get anything too anything that's got too much flavor, like an onion or a garlic.
0: Really sensitive. Pretty sensitive. That's even more sensitive than your stomach.
1: (sighs) My stomach is a rock.
0: Oh right, I was thinking of your sorghums. Your upper respiratory. Or your 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 windpipe. It's more just your windpipe.
1: It's just this area. This lower inlet. The The lower inlet. The, the, uh, what do you call those?
0: Below your Adam's apple?
1: No. uh, uh, Sphincter. The the sphincter muscle right here. Oh, your sphincter. I was going to say, pretty clear-cut culprit. Because I got rid of coffee. (laughs) Kind of all went away. felt better. Huh. Over this holiday... I felt, I felt some holiday stress this year. I was on top of things.
0: Were you? Your Christmas cards? I don't remember getting one. Those didn't, didn't go out early.
1: <laughs> did you do one?
0: We took the photos. That's half the battle. Those on Instagram saw them. Yeah. I did. I'll give you a visual
1: Christmas sure, card. it to me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, good. Thanks. <laughs> Guaranteed. Um, <laughs> uh, hey. A- anyway, I th- I there was a clear culprit. The stressors was were big family reunion up in the mountains with all the Jenny's family and all the kids and screaming and all of this sort of thing.
0: How many CBD THC gummies did you blaze through? Is that what kept you straight and narrow?
1: It was a steady supply.
0: Atta boy. <laughs> so, so you were just all fucking stoned out up in that garage with your electric guitar. we
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, just in their midst. <laughs> just, just keep lowly bake, keeping it, keep it regular. The 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 coffee, the coffee. So, I've, what I've been doing, I think I can get away with like one or two a week. So, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go volunteer at Quinn's class, and on the way, I'm gonna hit Ooty's and get a special coffee drink, and that'll be my reward. <clears throat> but over this holiday season, I went back in hardcore every day. A cup of coffee, and listen to me now, man. You sound the same.
0: It's I, fine. You feel different. But I, it came back. Maybe it's just acid reflux,
1: bro. That is what it is. I thought it was sorghums. <laughs> you called it sorghums. What is it really called? Oh, my God. It's like a silent acid reflux. You don't get heartburn, but you get the acid coming up, and it hits your windpipe and other stuff.
0: So some ninja acids <laughs> climbing the walls of <laughs> oh your windpipe. Oh,
1: my God. What a breakthrough we've had. Dude, I think you just have acid reflux. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's
0: hard to keep track of all your maladies.
1: You thought it was sorghums, which is a thing you invented. and <laughs> doesn't exist. Wait, But there was you, something. You convinced yourself that that's what I actually had. What was the thing that you
0: thought you, <laughs> you might have sorghum. once that, that sounded like sorghum, though? There was something that you thought you might <laughs> have.
1: Do you remember? <laughs> yes, there was something called... um. Oh, God. What was, it was... Meshugganah. Sh- Sjogren's. But I don't remember what that is. Sjogren's. <laughs> Sjogren's syndrome. So it still could be Sjogren's. An immune system disorder characterized <laughs> by dry eyes and dry mouth? That's the one. Because there was a lot of... <laughs> I don't think... Why did I think I... Did I have a dry mouth? I don't think I did. <laughs>
0: I think you did. It was probably all the weed gummies. I
1: think it's getting mucusy anyway. Okay, <laughs> there so you go.
0: So you're back off the coffee.
1: I'm back off the coffee.
0: God, I think I start well, to I'm feel like, to like I need to pump week, the brakes though. on the coffee.
1: It's it's not it's a it's a potent thing. Talk it about is. A, talk about sensitive. It's a thing. I'm starting to feel like it's just, it's a little shocking to me how much coffee this country drinks. That's so much.
2: <clears throat>
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say in this household, I.
0: I mean, I drink i I'll make a lot of coffee.
1: <laughs> was that Tommy Boy? It's, it's so much.
0: <laughs> like when uh, oh, when I was in Crested Butte, the the Airbnb where we stayed had like a really, fan- it was like this cool coffee maker.
1: Mm.
0: I couldn't figure it out for a minute because I was like, where does the pot go and where is the coffee pot? Like there was the thing for it, and I was like, this isn't a single cup thing. You pour the water in, you put the grounds in, and then it makes the coffee and it brews it into an internal chamber. Ooh. that keeps it warm and then you just push the cup the mug against this thing it Dispenses, and it just dispenses uh,
1: that's European
0: and so I was buying like I bought some nice coffee up there mountain prices Whew. <laughs> and then I would I think every morning we were there I made like a 10 cup pot oh boy and Nikki would maybe drink one and a half and then throughout the day I'm just like
1: <laughs> and I was so using good, some right? hemp
0: seed creamer in it
1: oh Whew. in the winter you got to add a creamer
0: but then I feel like maybe it's more like when I'm here at home. I think that there is a low-grade anxiety settling in from just living in the basement the time, and just being yeah. kind of confined down there. We've noticed that like some days if we don't like make plans to get out, we'll just like <laughs> you know, just be down there all day. Just I don't know. It kind of rattles your brain a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think it might, I feel like I drink coffee throughout the day. I stay all like kind of and then You know, the hours Mm. before bedtime, I kind of like—I feel kind of like nervous and weird, and I wonder if it's the coffee.
1: Yeah, you think it might be the coffee? I think nine cups would do it. (laughs) Well, yesterday only. My danger is I go to this co-working place where they have Logan House Coffee, just all going. Dave Logan? Yep, Dave Logan. Do they have hot water? Best. Do they have a hot
0: water dispenser? They do. Do you have access to chamomile tea bags? Yes, I do. Bring some with you, my friend. They have them there. Use them. I have started using them. I just starting yesterday have a renewed love affair with chamomile tea. You've gone off the elderberry? No, I'm still drinking that tea and I'm buying the gummies. I'm eating like three or four of those gummies a day. And we've had we've had illnesses creep into the house and then they knew to turn around and get the fuck out. They didn't hang out, they didn't linger. The people who were afflicted by them, it was only brief. It was like one night of coughing, and then mm, we've a, corner, had one. a corner was turned.
1: We had one. Harper got sick. So. Okay. Excuse me. I'm going to move on now. I'm going
0: to miss this hum. <laughs> oh, but you know what's good in chamomile tea that I would have never guessed? It's like just a touch of uh, non-dairy milk. Oh. woo! I've been buying this, I think Cream it's called it up? Simply Delicious. It's, in- India it, style. It's also with sprouts. It's a a family of nut milks. <laughs> very, very, I mean, they're like, a, it's a $5 carton. But it is, I get the hazelnut milk. I think it's called Simply Delicious. Is it a
1: like a little creamer size or is it a big? It's a
0: quart or whatever.
1: Carton. A thin.
0: A thin, thin carton. Yeah, I got it. A little bit of that in your chamomile tea. And I'm not talking like enough to make it like. Milky looking, like you know it's what. When drunk. you're doing coffee, like sometimes with coffee, too little cream is off-putting. You want that rich creaminess, that depth. Yes.
1: yes. But but uh, yes, just I a do. just
0: a tiny splash of the huh. hazelnut milk in traditional medicinal's chamomile tea, steeped, covered for ten minutes. Squeeze that tea bag. There's a lot of light. You steep it with the milk in it. No no no. I <clears throat> steep it for ten minutes in my Yeti with the lid on, yep. so it so it stays nice and hot, steeps well. Then I squeeze. The residual liquid out of the bag because it's like viscous. There's yep. thickness to it, and then That's best stuff. Little splash of the uh, let's concentrate. Splash of the hazelnut milk, and I am just sipping on that all day. How about a little little, dri- little dribble of honey too? I don't want to tempt my sweet tooth because I have problems with that already. Eating chili peppers
1: may prevent fatal heart attacks and stroke. Josh, good news. Yahoo lifestyle brings us the news. They don't know why. Yahoo. But they do know that if you have a heart attack or stroke and you're eating peppers, you're probably going to survive. Oh, because your blood's all
0: thin? I guess that might be it. I guess by that logic, if you were really drunk, too, you'd probably have a good chance of surviving. Or Does if that you're thin all your hopped blood? up on aspirin. <laughs> well, aspirin, yeah. yeah. I think alcohol thins your blood.
1: Does it? I didn't know that.
0: I oh. always assumed that was part of like the science behind it being good for your heart, is that... like? It thins your blood. Your heart doesn't have to work Even as like hard.
1: Even like a beer, like a yeasty beer, yeasty
0: beer. Probably more like a. I, I picture a glass of wine thinning my blood.
1: That's a wine. Yeah. Can, Maybe
0: that's magical thinking. I think it might be magical. Why don't thinking. you? Why don't you do the research there? Chuckles.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: I th- I'm trying to decide what uh, interlude to go with for this episode. I have.
1: Does wine thin? I think I have another story for your interlude. Alcohol can thin your blood because it prevents blood cells from sticking together and forming clots. Interesting. You, Josh. See, you doubt me. You think I don't know what yeah, the fuck but I'm, I'm talking I'm about. I'm still like, like hard alcohol, spirits, wine, that makes sense. But something about beer feels a little thick. Feels like a thickener.
0: I've kind of lost my taste for beer, honestly. It's weird uh, yeah, to me.
1: I, I'm had, I wish I could. I'm, I can't drink it. Were we talking about that on air or off air? <laughs> my one beer. I think that was on air. It's it all blurs together. <laughs> Shock horror, Josh. And then it's the interlude. Shakar.
0: Wait, before we dip in, what's what let me ask you. Can you take the temperature of this episode? Episode 153 Licorice? Is it a Is it soaring or is it on its belly dragging itself through an alley?
1: (laughs) Interesting.
0: Take into account the steady hum of the
1: because I would say
0: Jackhammer. Our
1: performance is soaring Oh, absolutely But our environment and setting is the alley Mark? It's the alley belly We could do something unprecedented today
0: on 9000 Don't We could do What? Back to back No Two interlude, A double interlude
1: Oh my god
0: I think we should I think we owe it to ourselves So you you get moving on this last story And I'm going to set the stage here Shock
1: horror, Josh. Coca-Cola internal documents reveal efforts to sell to teens despite obesity crisis. That's all you need to know.
0: Wait, they have initiatives that were discovered that were underway? They,
1: they kicked off this uh, proposal, a request for proposal, an RFP to the ad world saying help us create a an <clears throat> campaign around the Mm, uh, What's the uh, 2016 Olympic Games in Rio de Janeiro? And help us sell to teens? And some of the stated goals were to, you know, uh, attract teens. And also, well, here, let me tell you, how do they describe it? It's something about wellness, like connect, reconnect to wellness, reconnect soda to wellness or something. They want to reconnect soda to wellness? Its public relations goals included to increase Coke brand health scores with teens, and to cement credibility in the health and wellness, health and well-being space. Is this for the brand or their
0: products? Are they trying to? Is this like trying to? The brand, but that is the products.
1: Well, they have all these new sparkling water products. This is, now they are now they're a beverage company. Waters, blah blah blah. This was back in soda days. More just soda.
0: Oh, this is unearthed
1: unearthed found somebody's you can look at the oh document. from the
0: summer olympics that already happened
1: 2016
0: sorry i was so focused on the interlude i got lost in the timeline
1: shock horror come as no surprise to shock
0: horror what? why do you keep saying that
1: <laughs> what the hell are you saying that's like that's a ironic Shakar <laughs> what are you saying shock
0: horror oh shock horror horror what is that some east coast <laughs> thing horror what? shock horror? horror horror a horror movie
1: let's go see a horror movie horror <laughs> Fuck, I let's go see a horror movie <laughs> horror all right you know what we're gonna go to i want to hear how the, oops
0: i thought you were reference. i thought you were incorrectly referencing dracar noir <laughs> as shock horror.
1: horror you say horror horror well let's see what they say on the
3: horror
0: horror oh my goodness Mark is there another what a crumbling day it has been for you I mean horror crestfallen you must be horror shock horror you've been mispronouncing horror
1: it's, it's not as well You the,
0: had no Even a glimpse Or an inkling of the like fact That horror. alcohol thins your blood Shock horror Shock horror Shakar Noir Shakar Shakar Noir Okay noir. Episode 153 Can't wait Interlude
2: time
1: One of two I must confirm What everybody says You've really changed completely
4: You're another woman Are you happy?
3: Well uh, I am much happier But no real artist Could be happy It has been said that even your voice has changed in quality. An artist develops in years. Uh, Shall we say that now you become a tamed animal before you're just, you know, you just do things by instinct? I still do, and in fact, if people come uh, to my performances, they will never find them exactly the same, because I feel that it should be, at the moment, given, Uh, instinctively but uh, we also learn we suffer we develop we mature so therefore from year to year we of course change our interpretation but uh, I have to feel what I do I have to like people to be with them I just cannot learn the art of being a hypocrite I wish I could
4: Well, invitation, and I didn't know what to do, but I'll leave it up to you, an observation The Hesitation Where emotion comes to view an invitation.
0: 9,000, episode 153, Licorice. Shh.
1: we back? Shh.
0: <coughs> Baby's sleeping. You, wake up.
1: I'm drinking this, uh, what am I having? <clears throat> shake. Some chocolate?
0: That's a shake I made this morning. We've got some chocolate sesame milk. That was a new product I found on the shelves at Sparks. Sparks. <laughs> Sprouts. As you can tell, I just surfed the nut milk aisle, buying whatever is new with alluring packaging. Um, So you got a little bit of that, you got banana, you got some Sprouts Organic Hemp Seed, you got some walnuts, you got some organic frozen cherries, you got a little bit of vanilla hemp milk, you got yourself a shake. Paired, paired, uh, beckon style, with the complete cookie from Lenny and Larry. Lenny and Larry of Los Angeles, California This uh, complete cookie uh, This is a mini complete cookie I'm sure you've seen the much bigger complete cookies Did you notice that this one's kind of small? No It's
1: a big cookie th-
0: their, their flagship cookie is, is bigger I would say it's This is maybe two thirds the size of a full cookie oh. But you can get a five pack of these at sprouts for $7 Not a bad deal The kids like them And here's what makes dad happy. We've got eight grams of protein. That's not an obscene amount. That's not 30. Oh, and what do we have? Five grams of fiber? Okay. Oh, God. Non-GMO, no soy, no dairy, no egg, vegan, kosher, fresh baked, no high fructose corn syrup, no cholesterol, no artificial sweeteners, no sugar alcohols made with sustainable palm oil. Why don't you oil up that palm, Mark, and get to work? Tell me what you think of this cookie.
1: It's pretty good. I mean, it's no—that's a bar alternative. In yeah, your household? Uh, where,
0: where are you ranking it in the pantheon of bars? Jeez.
1: Uh, for you,
0: what is the zenith bar? What's what? bar I'm zenith?
1: A, I'm a sucker. Oh Jesus! I'm a sucker for mouthfeel, and I did like that nice, chewy, moist cookie. Jeez, boy.
0: Uh, yeah, it's like, it's, it is. It's chewy. It's not too dry. Some some of their product, they have a snickerdoodle cookie that's quite good. Their peanut butter cookie is a bit Play Doh ish. Te- it feels like old Play Doh when you, the Jeez. texture.
1: You've tried, have you tried every product at Sprouts?
0: You know what I meant to grab out of the pantry instead of these? I just didn't, it's didn't so, occur to me. Guess who has entered the bar game? I'll give you two and a half
1: guesses. Um,.
0: <laughs> a perennial favorite of Expo West, of us is one of our Neil Gottlieb. No. Doctor Bronner's. Nope. It's time for your half guess. Mike. Bob's Red Mill. Really. Bob's Red Mill has a no fuss oat and goody bar. Priced to move, four for five dollars. It's an oat, it's just
1: like a granola bar?
0: It's an oat-based granola bar. I, I should have so tempted to pe- hit pause and just bar us up again, but... Are they good? I don't know. I haven't tried one yet. I think I bought them more for this podcast than anything, and then I, it slipped my mind. I saw the complete cookie, and I was all in on that.
1: Uh, oh, interesting. All right, well, you tell me what they how they are. All
0: right, what What'd you think of the interlude, Mark? I'm
1: excited. I mean, it was pretty good.
0: Our first ever double interlude, and it's, yeah, it's
1: pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you know. Hmm. It sounded to me like a song that I would have heard in a... Uh, uh, oh, God, who's the director with Jason Schwarzschild? Schwarzschild? Schwartzmann. Wes Anderson? Rushmore. Wes Anderson.
0: You mean the second song? Second song. Sounded more like that, less like a song you would hear in a John Cassavetes film, which is what it was scored for. Correct. What was the guy's name? Bobby Permanent? Bobby Permanent and Bo Harwood. So, Bo Harwood. So, I I watched Love Streams, which is Cassavetes' third to last film, perhaps his most personal, Mark. He plays this drunken Lothario. uh, He's like a famous novelist or something, and he's just sleeping with women under the guise of research. He's just drunk all the time. At, at a certain point in the movie, one of his ex uh, amours brings by a kid who he's, seems like he's never even seen this kid. Leaves the kid with him while she goes to do something. he, within hours, has gotten the kid drunk. The kid's smoking cigarettes. He's like 10. <clears throat> but then he also has a... You don't find out that it's his sister until like kind of a weird stumble later in the movie. But his sister, played by Gina Rollins, who's uh, kind of... Mentally ill, you can tell. But it's a, an amazing performance that she gives. Yeah, she's like losing her husband and child to her mental illness, and it's breaking her in half. Huh. Beautiful film, and then that song at the very end carries it home. So I was digging into some Bo Hartwood. There's recordings out there of Bo Hartwood and Cassavetti's making music.
1: Harwood. Harwood
0: making music.
1: The guy was a talent. Yeah. Kinda not
0: there's not a lot of information about him on the interwebs, but I kinda like that about him. You know? Ooh, Bo Harwood Bo or Cassavetes? Harwood. No. Cassavetes is well known, of course. That's what I'm And I speaking say. of Wes Anderson, you got Seymour Cassell is in Love Streams. He's also featured in Rushmore. And I believe Steve Zissou. I believe he's the one who gets killed. Zissou's oh, buddy. Oh yeah. He has an insane handlebar mustache. It's a great movie. It's long. It's like three and a half hours, four hours. Really? My new thing. When I have a lot of office work it, to do, Mark, is, is I it. go down in the basement, I crank up the projector, and I put on a library criterion edition that I find. At the library. And then I just do laundry, I do my banking stuff, like my QuickBooks stuff, all while the movie's kind of playing. Not my preferred... Usually when I watch a movie, I like to just sit and do nothing else. Yeah, you're not really digesting
1: the art- artistry of
0: the film, Josh. Well, th- I, I watch the movie that way, and then that's often where I mine social media content I watched so just sad. yesterday Maria Baikalas it's a, a fabulous documentary about the opera singer that's all in her own words it's just so interviews and diary entries instead of sitting entries.
1: down and watching a fine art film you are dabbling about doing chores and mining mining it for social media fun.
0: no I am letting it wash over my subconscious you're
1: watching it just to find the clip to be a cool cat on the gram
0: no I'm finding things that inspire me and that I think will inspire others that's okay.
1: all okay, Josh.
0: I, I don't care about clicks. I've given up. You have good. Did I, they, I heard they about were getting
1: rid of? They were getting rid of likes.
0: That was uh, I was scuttled about. I haven't seen it happen yet. Hasn't happened yet. Mark, we've concluded our social media segment
1: <laughs> <Okay>. already, <laughs> and our interlude segment, and do you, do you have more news for us? I got uh three more. Okay. Plant based.
0: Plant based farts.
1: That's what this one's called. It's a double header. Daring Foods launches clean-labeled chicken. How'd you spell that? P-F-T-T-T?
0: Sunday Comics style? <laughs>
1: yeah. What are they... Should we see what they think?
0: Who? Oh. Whoa, the humming stopped.
1: They did. They must be on break. Or but they're done. done. Uh, Daring Foods launches clean-labeled chicken made from five plant-based ingredients. This is not an alternative, but an upgrade. Josh... Mark It won't stop. Why did I put this one in here? Because it's the another plant-based alternative. Yeah, for for chicken. Now it's the chicken. Um What were the ingredients? They were in here. Are we talking
0: a a nice breast or is it a nope. we're talking
1: chilled pulled strips of plant-based chicken? Interesting. But it doesn't shrink when you cook it, so that's a bonus. That is a bonus. Uh, 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 does it give uh, you uncontrollable farts? I think it does. Is that why,
0: is that why you called it?
1: <laughs> Here we go. Handful of non GMO ingredients. Oh, really? Water, 27% soy protein concentrate. That's some soy. Help you grow some boobies. Sunflower oil, salt, flavoring, and spices. I mean, people. Is it really that simple? It's that simple.
0: Can't they make it out of hemp instead? You wish they would. I do. We should
1: just be growing that everywhere. So that's something. But then there's this. Then there's what? I tasted Impossible Pork at CES 2020.
0: Are you reading a testimony or did you go to CES 2020 <laughs> and taste Impossible Pork? I am pork? reading a
1: testimonial. And the by, the tagline is, the food was salty, just like me. Yep. So, the, so there's a picture of it. I don't know if you can see it. Can you see that pork? It looks a little bit dense compared to real pork pork. Is it between bread? It is. They, I think this was served in Bon meals. Let's see. Anyway. Oh, that's a baguette. The Impossible Foods are bringing you pork, Josh. Impossible pork. Now, you can't buy it yet, but you can check out Impossible Burgers, of course, and starting January 13th, the Impossible croissant Sandwich, featuring, that's at Burger King, I Okay, think, at <clears throat> featuring Impossible Sausage.
0: This work goes mainstream, Mark. Burger King.
1: Do you know what's? You know what's? Where's Bogusky so, now that they need him? Now the, that the world needs him. So the point of Can this. Can you sell Impossible meat? The point of this article. You know, he's back selling everything. The point of this article is, is he. He's back at CPB with whatever clients they have. I think.
0: Does he? Have, does he work in like some ivory tower there? <laughs> no, Did they build him a treehouse? On top of the. Building? No, but they built a woodshed. Remember for their podcast and. Oh, yeah. Greg Bagney's been there. In the woodshed. In the woodshed. Not a real woodshed.
1: In in woodshed, woodshed inside the... The point of this was that they thought it was a little salty. The texture was off, but the flavor was good. And they served it in a sandwich and blah, blah, blah. But what it got me thinking about, Josh, are we witnessing the revitalization of fast food in America?
0: I think we might be. Look at that, how quiet it got. I forgot we had the space heater on. Unbelievable. One hour
1: into the episode, we get decent. One hour, hour.
0: seven minutes in, the payoff comes. This, listen. The payoff
1: comes for people who have stuck around. That's right. This is velvet. Do you, do you see what I'm saying, though? I'm just watching your mouth move fast and just marveling food, at the tone. Fast food. Everybody loves it. It's convenient. It's cheap. It tastes pretty good. Then you're like, oh, my God, this stuff is terrible for you. We're going off a cliff. Wait a minute. We're Gateway. diving in wholesale on the alternative meats. Still probably not very healthy, though. They may they may stick around. 30 years from now, you may have, like, a vibrant fast food industry based mm-hmm. off plant Based I, th-
0: I think you will. Meats. But you know what has to come next, Mark? Plant-based cheeses.
1: <laughs> that was not the biggest payoff. I was waiting for something bigger. No, like plant-based
0: oh, no. dairy products in fast food. That's, that's an important step too because yep. the cheese industry is also causing a lot of damage to our climate. Am I wrong or am I Right you need to look it up are or you do you talking, not know? Are
1: you saying something right now?
0: The dairy industry is also a culprit for climate change badness.
1: Uh, probably, but not as much as the
0: beef. But I, I actually saw a chart that said that it was nearly as bad, Mark. Did you? An infographic, in fact.
1: <laughs> on one of your feeds?
0: Here, I've got it tattooed on my
1: <laughs> your ass.
0: left butt cheek.
1: <laughs> the Josh, it's neither here nor there. Shock horror. Shock horror. Shock horror. <laughs> Uh, the thing about impossible foods, much like... Uh, this is why I think you have a kindred... We we have a kindred spirit oui, in, oui. in The Verge's Elizabeth Lopato.
0: Le oiseau est une rebelle. Because why?
1: the thing about impossible... Which also makes it very interesting why you would pick her to, to her write this testimonial. Who? <laughs> <laughs> the thing about impossible foods, much like Beyond Meat, is that... As a long-time vegetarian, I'm not their market. I've been happily abstaining from pork since 1996. Ditto for beef, chicken, turkey, and so on. I don't want or need fake meat. This product seems like it's aimed at people who are thinking about reducing their meat consumption and are nervous about taking the plunge. Doi but it doesn't really matter how I feel about it. The truth is a lot of restaurants don't put much thought into their vegetarian dishes. I don't like the Beyond Burger or the Impossible Burger, but I nonetheless have eaten them several times because that's the vegetarian option at the burger joint my friends want to go to. As it happens, I love black bean burgers and falafel burgers and other things vegetarians have come up with over the years. I don't need to pretend I'm eating beef. So true. Here, here. Now that
0: is an interesting subreddit, Mark. People who are... Not who are – their vegetarian options on a menu are being iced out by the influx of these <gasps> meat alternatives.
1: What another interesting sub Another
3: angle
0: because like the – if you're, you go to your favorite burger joint and you're like, wait, I, I want the Flaffle Burger. They're like, oh, we don't have that now. We have
1: impossible burgers. It's an upgrade for you. Yeah. Beef in your face. Yeah. That's, that's fascinating because of course it, I have – It is fascinating. I have a – I have a uh, almost 12 – 12 year old da- that's the Lenny's cookie coming back for <laughs> second helping the um, I have a 12 year old daughter who we're always like oh, okay we're gonna make spaghetti night and we'll make it with she's vegetarian she's hardcore about it indeed and um, like oh, okay well how about we go and get these burgers and she's like I've never liked burgers and I don't like burgers mm. I don't need a burger it's like
0: What you need to get some iron in this kid's diet. You doing the you doing the fistful of almonds?
1: She's got iron. All right, her iron's fine. She'll be fine. I'm just saying, what a what a shock horror! (laughs) (laughs) I'm just using it whenever I can. Oh, you just just doesn't drop it. it. (laughs) Shock horror! Shock horror! Um, Not even like you're not even missing the burger. Never wanted the burger. Never wanted the burger. We were we were on a, this going up to the mountains. You know, I hate to say it. I'm going to admit to it. It's picturesque. Guilty. <laughs> God, <laughs> so disruptive. <laughs> Sorry. What you hate to say it? What do you hate to say? We were in a pinch. We needed to some food. We were on the way up there. We we there's like three fast food places in town. We went to McDonald's. Unbelievable. There's not a Starbucks. No. I guess they have the there same. There was crowd. a Wendy's. I would attend. There was a Taco Bell if we'd gone in about 30 miles sooner. Anyway, Mickey D's. We did it this one time. Of course it tasted great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they were like both of the kids were like visibly like we do not want to go here.
0: Yeah, my kids would "I don't want to eat this." If we tried to take him in there. They would not be yeah. it.
1: Shock. I, you, I would I would have thought the opposite. I thought they were like Finally. Us saying, no you can't go, but they're like, "Oh, great. It's a treat."
0: Nope. They recognized it for what it was. She was all about like his cheap beef. Like what? Yeah, there's shit in it. Yeah, good shit. Good shit. Yeah. Wait, this was pre-vegetarian?
1: No, this was over the break, so she didn't she didn't get anything.
0: Not even a bun? She was she didn't.
1: <laughs> but she did just she was like, oh god, I can't speak. She looked at the food and was like, "Oh, the bun looks pretty good. <laughs> the buns are great." Yeah, they're amazing. I thought she'd have some fries. She didn't want the fries?
0: Well, I think they used to be cooked in beef fat but I I think they might have changed that. They're a very sensitive corporation.
1: Just like Rao's Homemade Sauce. Josh.
0: Mark. Shaggy Brownie. Oh, our correspondent out in New Zealand. I bet he's seen J.G. Rabbit.
1: Is somebody somebody out there? Oh, that's you on the... No, there's
0: someone hammering on the roof, too.
1: It's another story you're going to know and love. Lab-grown food will soon destroy farming... And save the planet. Josh? That's our gambit? You know this story. We've heard it many times before. We're going to make proteins out of air, and we're going to make them out of water. Josh? Mark. I'm I'm looking looking for it.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're scanning the article that you barely read. Josh! Lay it on me, man.
1: Oh, God, I can't find it.
0: While you look, I'll tell you what the true future is. You remember our, we, we cooked up this idea, this notion of you take uh, abandoned shopping malls, the ones that are no longer, because those, I, I'm still shocked when they are opening new ones. I'm like, who it. the fuck is
1: going to go here? Who's going to the Yankee Candle? Who? Who's going to the shopping mall? My kid wants to go to the Cherry Creek Mall now with her friends. It's That's hilarious. a special mall. It's hilarious. That's a special mall. It is. That's
0: where I used to go cruise for chicks. <laughs> At the Cherry Creek Mall. Well, more accurately, me and my friend Doug, we were both like girl crazy, but we were huge dorks, you know. Like we were also playing Shadow Run, which is a RPG, and very into Monty Python, and we were like quoting those movies everywhere we went. You know, you know that kid.
1: Oh God, I do. I can just you brought it to life. You want? You
0: want an invitation? You'd want to come hang out. But we would go. (laughs) We let. We would go to the Cherry Creek Mall to like like see girls but we were i mean we would never talk to them we wouldn't we were such just see them i would doug was more courageous than i was he would go talk to girls sometimes but i'd have to really talk him into it
1: (laughs) what would he say hey i don't
0: know it's probably like you know some monty python quote oh god
1: i can't find it where
3: was it i don't like spam
0: that's probably what we said and but I can see she, she wants to go there to look for boys, Mark. You think? Are you ready for this? To be
1: seen by boys?
0: To be seen by well, by peers, let's say. Who knows if it's boys yet? What it might mean, just maybe. be like
1: she just wants to hang out with her friends. <clears throat> and display
0: any sort of visco attributes, or is that
1: <laughs> is that still a growing going concern? <laughs> there's um, no no, vi- there's there's no I'm not worried about that.
0: You're not scared about it then anymore? The mall
1: is a. There place. is still the hydro flask. We still have a hydro flask. That's S- about it. S- I can't find it, this fucking
0: shit. Anyway. Boy, I've been giving you so much per- runway.
1: It's. Josh, anyway. wait, we the forgot. The future is this. Oh, okay. The future is precision fermentation. Really? You put in water, you put in some yeasts, you tailor them to what you want, and out comes this slurry that is. can be anything you want a slurry
0: does it have to stay slurry like oh i can't or can you harden it you can do whatever you want with it
1: you can make you're gonna be able to make anything out of it
0: so do you think this jeopardizes the the plan that i was just trying to describe where we take abandoned shopping malls you know each shopping mall tends to have like two or three arteries right coming out of a main food court center or something like that or a fountain sometimes is in the middle what if it's a big fountain what if you turn that into an aquaponic farming system what if one of the tributaries you cordon off and it becomes an insect uh, farm? What this, if another one? This is fine, but is this is... devoted to microgreens. What if another one then is devoted to slurries? No, it's all slurry.
1: No, you can have it be this sort of uh, entertainment piece, a vanity piece, with all your little with all your little microgreens and uh,
0: that is not vanity
1: aquaponics because. We are on the cusp of the biggest economic transformation of any kind for 200 years. While arguments rage about plant versus meat-based diets, new technologies will soon make them irrelevant. Before long, most of our food will come neither from animals nor plants, but from unicellular life.
0: And this is the seismic shift, isn't it, Mark,
1: that we're clawing for? To save our weird monkey asses. Coming just in time. After 12,000 years of feeding humankind, all farming except fruit and veg production is likely to be replaced by firming. Oh, I love that. That's Brew- <laughs> just
0: a single vowel change, Mark. It couldn't be easier to market. <laughs>
1: Brewing. Who doesn't love firming? brewing microbes through precision fermentation this means multiplying particular microorganisms to produce particular products in factories i know some people will be horrified by this project prospect i can see some drawbacks but i believe it comes in the nick of time who who is this sage <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <Some> guy, named <laughs> <George>. even... <laughs> some guy named george precision fermentation guy named george Precision precision fermentation is a thing. I had not heard of firming as a term for it. I think
0: George might have just made that one up. Well, I hope he, George trademarked that shit, because if he didn't, I'm going to right now. Fermenting, or firming, trademark, TM. Firming. Not
1: farming? Firming.
0: Down on the firm. <laughs> no good?
1: Nah. Nah. All right. All I- right. That's that's uh, Shaggy Brownie looking out for the future of food for us from the future of civilization, New Zealand.
0: Cool. I'm oh, that was uh, from a New Zealand news source.
1: No, that was from the Guardian.
0: Oh, Some they red, probably got a it. Reddit link. That They've uh, got an office there, right? Shaggy in Brownie in Auckland
1: sent me. somewhere. Last Didn't story. you think? Last story. Lola's gum. Lola. Lola's gum. Scientists
0: like gum. Lola gum.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
0: Uh, I might need to stop. I I don't even get it. You've never seen Run, Lola, Run?
1: Oh, did you say gum, Lola, gum? I did. Okay. Little franca patente nod. Scientists extract complete human genome from 5,700-year-old chewing gum. Oh, I heard about this. Here's what they found. Yeah, it's made of like birch. Birch pitch. Chewed up birch. Looks like that.
0: That looks like a piece of gum. That looks a lot like the licorice in our cover image.
1: Liquorice? Liquorice? Dude. (laughs) God. What are you trying to do? Uh, Birch Pitch? is Whatever. Birch Pitch. Uh, Mark, why is this groundbreaking? I don't remember. (laughs) They found some Epstein-Barr virus in there. Who's that? Who and what? That's That's the glandular fever thing that makes you tired. People thought it wasn't real for a long time and maybe some people still don't. Um, this is what she looked like because we knew look at her captivating
0: from the gum they were able to recreate that huh? well
1: they know I think what they know they know something like she had dark skin Dirk? (laughs) what is with you? (laughs) what are you doing? I'm done I shut down after an hour (laughs) God uh <laughs> I can't find it. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, I'm still waiting to hear why it's groundbreaking. I thought there was something <laughs> exciting about the pitch. Yeah, they, they, Isn't birch pitch that was like a that was a homeopathic wonder of the ancient world? Am I wrong?
1: Yes, Josh. They heated up the birch bark, um, used in prehistory for hafting stone tools as an all-purpose glue. <laughs> a little bit of sorghums. Uh, they were also found with tooth imprints because you would chew them to warm them up. Um, I wonder if it's they probably they were analgesic. The they were analgesic, so they also used them for toothache. Mm. Or and they are also mildly antiseptic, so they would clean your teeth. It's a prehistoric toothbrush, or to suppress hunger, or just for fun as a chewing gum.
0: Mark, I feel like we're on the cusp of a of a new hot natural ingredient trend: birch pitch. Ooh. Doesn't that look good on an ingredient label? Ooh. All right, we've got, <laughs> all right, Scooby, we've got, uh, we've got two trademarks to register, firming yep. and birch pitch blank. Can you do that? Can you register a blank, meaning it's just an umbrella for whatever you put after birch pitch, or do you have to do separate trademarks for each varietal? I'm sure you gotta do separate. All right, what's our first birch pitch product? Pitch me. If you would, Mark, our first well, Birch Pitch product.
1: I think we got to start with format. How do you want to deliver this Birch Pitch? As a gum? As a... It's got to be a gum. What else? You're going to have to put it in your mouth and chew it,
0: Mark. Have you ever noticed how the universe just seems to provide sometimes? I just... I cannot get over this. So, this episode, one, 153, licorice, right? Yep. Uh, you, you know why it's called licorice? That, that photo that I sent to you... right? Uh, that was a, a melted dollop of of a licorice soft serve ice cream from Dang. You know Dang? You know about Dang? Hot new soft serve place on a Oneida Park? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's what that was. And then here we are talking about gum, the practicality of a Birch Pitch chewing gum. And here I am reminded of one of my favorite gums growing up, which was uh, Blackjack gum. Did you ever (laughs) chew the Blackjack gum? I don't think I did. It was a licorice flavored gum. You want to make a gum out of Birch Pitch? It was a black gum so that when you chewed it, it looked much like that photo you just showed me. There was something exhilarating about like spitting out a piece of black Did it turn your teeth black? No, but, you, but unlike a lot of the lesser gums out there, you, the flavor lingered. You'd have that nice anise flavor in your mouth for, you know, another hour or so. So how about a licorice birch pitch gum? Totally. It's, it's licorice. It's old. Why do I feel like this one needs some sort of ampersandy serif old timey thing? You know, something Sasparilla. heritage, heritage.
1: Sasparilla.
0: What's that kid's name that they mocked up? Lola. Oh, there you go. Little Lola's low hum. Little Lola's licorice birch pitch. Let's not call it gum. Let's Mastic. call it chewing paste. Chewing pitch. Chewing pitch. Birch chewing pitch. Birch chewing pitch.
1: Birch chewing pitch.
0: Birch chewing pitch.
1: Little Lola's birch chewing pitch.
0: Oh, Episode one fifty three licorice brought to you by Little Lola's licorice birch chewing pitch. Oh, home run! It's great for your teeth. It's great for somebody
1: your... could go out there work their ass off and make a couple thousand dollars at that.
0: Spe- hey, we could double our income <laughs> if we're uh, if we're willing to put uh, CBDs in it. <laughs>
2: Oh, <gasps>